Hello everyone and welcome back to my third podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining me again. Welcome if this is your first time listening. Um, so I've got a pretty heavy topic today. Um, so just a forewarning to kind of just mentally prepare yourself. I know I definitely had to get into like a certain state of mind to be able to talk about um, all of this jazz. So I'm just going to kind of propose my topic now. Um, today I'm going to be talking about mortality and time. And with that, um, I just want to say as like a precursor, I'm not like trying to offend anybody or like how anybody lives their life, how they operate, what they believe spiritually, religiously, whatever. Um, just know that I'm just coming from my perspective and, um, that I mean no judgment, no offense, anything like that. So now that I've got that out of the way, um, I just kind of want to start with what drove me to want to talk about this um being even though I'm not far being away from my parents and my family I've just been in a very reflective state um especially after seeing one of my favorite artists Odessa and I actually linked I used one of their songs in my last episode um it just kind of put a gave me a different perspective on mortality and how our life is so short and how we use our time. So, um I had gotten a text from my dad um and it, I mean it wasn't the most pleasant thing, but it it's something that's been on my mind and he basically just told me, "Hey, like I'm, I'm getting old. I'm slowing down. Um, and that's like hard to hear. Um, but it's something that you have to face regardless. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people that live kind of in a false narrative and are, they're aware of more I guess of of death but so many people don't see it um they don't want to recognize it they don't think about it because um they're scared of it and it's it's really important to be able to push past the fear so that you are living your life and it's I think for anybody to be able to fully live and accept their situations they need to be able to acknowledge death um and everything that comes with it i want to say like we and i'm myself included like find things to distract us or to land on so that we either don't have to think about it or we can get over some type of death or something negative that is happening um which I shouldn't say negative because in my like in my opinion I mean death is a part of life like it's a cycle it's 
it's something that nobody's able to escape. And because of that, I don't want to give it a negative connotation because we don't know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> and I know everybody has their own faiths and their own beliefs. I mean, I have my own, you know, beliefs. But honestly, like, nobody is for sure, you know? And it's the fear of the unknown that drives all of these different reactions and motives in religions and whatever whatever is stirred up um, that is a result of this fear. So, I kind of want to give, <clears throat> like, a example from my life. So, I work, I have two jobs. I work at a coffee shop, and I also work at a serving job at a country club. And these country club people are, and, like, no offense to anybody who goes to country clubs or anything like that, but I do notice a difference between, um, the materialistic aspects in, in these, I don't know, environments. Um, people often will see themselves as higher above me or others, and it's, it's very, very sad to see, but it's also so obvious that it's pretend. People are hiding behind their money and all of their material, I don't know, like anything that they find valuable that's material, and using it to give themselves comfort and not acknowledging, like, this greater aspect of life, this greater energy, this, you know, this uncomfortable feeling of, like, being scared to die, um, basically, the fear of death. So, I think that it's important to realize that materialistic shit isn't real. <laughs> like, you're not gonna take it with you it's going to stay here, it's going to pollute the earth, so please recycle and do what you can um, to keep our earth clean and healthy, even though it's going downhill at an exponential rate right now. And it's truly devastating to see, I mean, the earth literally radiates us with energy. I mean, I... If you look into what the Schumann Resonance is, which you can download it, I think it's $2 on the App Store, um, hint, hint, but basically it's Earth's heartbeat, Earth's magnetic pulse, and you can see when the Earth is vibrating at a higher or lower frequency, I have notifications that tell me when there's a spike in the, I don't know, electromagnetic field or whatever it is, um, but I don't know, it's very interesting, but... If we're 75% water and we're living on the earth, I think that it'd be important to pay attention to how it's vibrating, but <laughs> that's a whole other topic that I can totally cover in another time. But kind of coming back to this like whole mortality conversation, which I do, I would love feedback. So if you have any of my contacts, social media, whatever... I'd appreciate getting some feedback. Um, but back to materialistic shit isn't real. Um, and I think that this can relate directly to 
the ego because we feed our ego we feed this this false need for you know the nicest clothes or the nicest gourmet meals and the validation of other people but it's not real that is very it can be very self-destructive um if you don't know how to put a cap on it because obviously everyone is going to experience like hey like i want you know nike i want gymshark to be able to go to the gym and blah blah blah. i want to look good for whomever but trying to push that thought out of your mind it it's hard to do but it really does put a cap on feeding the ego which is a big contribution in my opinion to the fear of death like having an ego puts that negative connotation on death where that is i mean that's not really true in my opinion death is not evil and i think that it is made out to be this like huge like scary evil thing that you don't know um one of my mentors once drew me a circle and he made he like drew out like a little sliver of like a pie so like let's say it's a circle and there's a piece of pie that is drawn out of this whole circle he says this is what you know he draws another little piece of pie he goes this is what you know that you don't know so for example if i don't know how to knit but i know that i do not know how to knit that is that i that is something that i am aware i do not know and then he colors in the entire rest of the circle and says this is what you don't know that you don't know so something that i'm unaware that i don't know about and that kind of put into perspective like how is it that i can have all of these opinions and fears about death and um the ego when i don't even know what the hell i'm talking about half the time and i'm also not aware of things that are bigger than me or ideas that i have yet to learn or yet to even think about um i don't know where i'm kind of going i know where i'm going with this in my head but i'm just gonna stop there um and I had written a few notes down again because I try to stay organized (laughs) with what I want to talk about. So, the the fourth topic, or I mean not topic, the fourth subheading that I have here is how we comfort ourselves. And I've been reading a lot of like Stoic philosophy lately, and Stoics are very like, self, I want to say, like, they are very self-sufficient, so in Stoic philosophy, like, you do not need anything, but it's, it's, it's bad, it's basically bad to hold a, a large amount of attachment to anything, anybody, unless you have control over it, so if I have control over drinking water, for example, or if I have control over eating, then I can remain, you know, reliant on that. But 
I cannot rely on somebody else or some el- something that I do not have full control over. And that's basically, like, their philosophy, um, which I also wanted to read a few quotes um, from a reading that I had done recently, but I'm going to hold off on that um, because I do want to kind of bring it back to how you all can kind of think about this um, just to get your mind boiling about the subject. Um, So when I went to see Odessa, they had just put out an album called The Last Goodbye. It is their, like, their last tour. They're retiring, which makes me very, very sad. But a lot, like, some of their songs, like, the entrance, like, the beginning of the song began with the sounds of kids playing and the parents talking. And literally, that sparked so many little memories in my mind of my parents calling me or talking to me, their voices or their laugh. And that goes for anybody that's, like, important to me or to you, like, in your life, like, thinking about their laugh or, like, certain moments. And it, like, it, I don't know, it put, it put me in, like, this very, very, like, reflective state of mind and, like, holy shit, life is going so very, very fast right now. So that's something I suggest everybody just kind of sits down and thinks about, you know, and it, it it's a painful, like, very uncomfortable thing to do, um, but thinking is very hard, so, <laughs> I mean, at least, like, for me, I know I'm going through, like, a whole, whole big change in my life, um, I've been in such a reflective state that, like, I'm like, holy crap, what do I, what do I want to do? Like, I think that's something important to realize, like, we don't have a lot of time, and I, I, I want to do what I think I'd enjoy the most, and so much so that I think I'm going to change my major to philosophy instead of physics, so, sorry, mom, um, you can't flex that I'm a physics major (laughs) anymore, (laughs) but it definitely will suit me so much better, um, I've realized that I am more the poet, not the mathematician, as much as I would like to be. So, you never know. I mean, I may rediscover the love for um, physics, but as of right now, philosophy is definitely my path. Speaking of which, I did want to go over a few of these um, quotes that I had written down from one of my readings. Um, So good. It is Stoic Philosophy. Um, I kind of just described it earlier. Probably wasn't the best description, not going to lie. But um, I suggest everybody go um, try to find this essay. It's by Seneca, and it's on the shortness of life. Definitely hit very close to home for me. Um, so I'll try to link the... I'll try to like find the reading and link it to the bio for this episode and if it's not on there I apologize but I do suggest you go and try and find this one because it's really 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 good it's not it's a little bit lengthy but does speak some important things so I'm going to take a little bit of a transition here um and just like a fore forewarning um this is 
it's very dense these readings so it's not your 2022 my god it's 2022 um english you know dialogue it's it's a uh is he BC or AD? I can't. I can't remember what Seneca specifically when he lived, but it's a long time ago. So, <laughs> this first reading, I'm just gonna start, and just kind of a background. Um, he's talking about, um, like the length of life and living forever, and how people are not present in how they are living their lives. So, I'm just gonna start. You live as though you were going to live forever at no time taking thought for your weaknesses and you fail to note how much time has already passed by you waste hours as though you were drawing from a well that was full to overflowing though all the while that very day you are giving to some person or thing is possibly your last your fear you fear everything as mortals but desire to have everything as gods so, unpacking that one. Um, <laughs> you live as though you were going to live forever. And you fear everything as mortals. So, it's like everyone... And if you think about it, like, the pleasures that people have in life and, like, the way people act and how... Whether it's impulsive or how greedy people are, they're living as if they're God. They're living as if they have an expectation or as if they have some something over other people that they are deserving of these different pleasures and of wealth and all of these things and they allow that to overtake their lives and determine how they live it but yet they fear everything is mortal so it's saying just like if you're gonna fear as a mortal but you're going to act like you can live as a god, you've got something going on in your brain. Because you you can't have both. You can't live like a, and act as if you're a god, but still fear death, still fear um, the, you know, the scary aspects of life. Um, there's no guarantee that you're going to be living any longer than the second of the present. So... It's it's kind of like just the point of being present and just acknowledging that like none, nothing that's material is ever going to matter <laughs> because that's not going to give you what you're de- what you desire. You're always going to be greedy because you're going to act as if you are living as a god. I don't know. That's just my take on this one. And then this next like bit that I highlighted is kind of like the parallel to that one. So I'm going to start. But that man who devotes every hour to his own needs, who plans every day as if it were his last, neither longs nor fears tomorrow. So if you're devoting every hour and you're remaining present and you are living fully as if it is your last moment, last day, last breath, you're not going to ever fear because you're you're not going to be planning as if you live forever or acting as if you live forever. And I think this is very important because people I notice and I see this in myself too like people act as if they 
can put off something for a certain amount of time. So like, oh, I'm not going, I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to do this until I graduate or until I accomplish whatever it is. Or they feel as if they're not going to be happy until they get the job, until they, you know, move to a different country or whatever the case is. And it's like, that's not living in the present. There's some of, yes, obviously it's great to plan, great to have aspirations, because that is something that's motivating you in your life. But to rely on that and to put off your well-being and your happiness because you think that it's going to come, then you're just going to always be or feel deprived of something. Um, I used to do this a lot, honestly. I used to never take care of myself mentally um I would put it off put it off oh I can't I can't meditate I gotta get this week done I gotta finish this homework I gotta get through this work week and then I can go to the mountains and ground myself and then I can do this and then then I can start journaling and have a new um schedule but it's what what in what in the world guarantees that I'm going to have next week to be able to start this process because that is not guaranteed so why am I putting myself off just so that I think that I'm ready for something because guess what the next week I'm gonna do the same shit I'm gonna push it out even more and then I'm gonna be more unhappy so that's how I relate to that (laughs) quote I don't know about you all but The next few quotes kind of shift to the idea of, like, time itself as, like, an entity almost. Um, So I'm just going to start now. But just this is what they do not know, whether they are depriving themselves. Therefore, they can endure the loss of something when they fail to notice its removal. No one will restore you or no one will restore your years. No one will restore you once more to yourself. Your life will pursue the path it started on and will no more check that than reserve its course. So basically it's like basically saying like, hey, time you can't see it. You can't watch it go pie go by (laughs) you're not reminded hey you have this many years left because you don't know how long you have left and because it is non-physical and it's out of sight it becomes out of mind because that and that's what that first part of the quote therefore they can endure the loss of something when they fail to notice its removal if you're not constantly aware of the removal of time of the the loss of time then you're not going to feel like it's presence leaving so your life going by I don't know if that makes sense but I really hope it does (laughs) and that's like why I was talking about like using life to prepare themselves to prepare anybody, like anybody doing this, using their life to prepare for life. So, yes, I'm using time that I could be used, like that I could be living to the full potential, but instead I'm just using it to prepare 
so that I can begin a new cycle or begin to live life after I do something. And that's just like a total waste of time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I'll stop there. I had one more, but I'm, I don't know, I'm approaching 25 minutes. So I don't know. Let me, let me think about it. So I definitely want to read this one and it's definitely the best one. And I'm sorry I should have started with it. But I didn't. And I'm regretful. But if you're still here, I'm very grateful of you. And <laughs> everybody who's gone is missing out because this is a great quote. Um, so I'm just going to start. I don't want to explain it too much because I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory. So I'm just going to give my two cents and then leave it at that. So, present time is very short. So short, indeed, that some people think there is none, for it is constantly on the move. Like a rushing river, it ceases to exist before it has arrived, and no more tolerates delay than the heavens or the stars, who ever restless motion never lets them remain in the same track. Period. So, <laughs> present time is so short that once it arrives, it's gone. Once time arrives, it's gone. So, you're never going to live long if that's all you think about and if that's all you desire is, like, this infinite life because you're going to be living as a god and you're still going to be fearful as a mortal. So, that's, that's my little philosophical uh, two cents for the day. <laughs> so thank you for listening um this is like a pretty pretty hard topic and i have been feeling it to the most intense amount the last few weeks um i'm trying not to feel regretful about anything but it has been in my face or in my mind and I, I mean, I use this podcast, one, as therapy for myself, but as therapy for everybody else, too. So, I hope that I can help kind of give a different perspective on mortality and how time passes and how life, how you think your life should be lived and how the present is important. I feel like we all have this, like, part of us that nobody knows about and that nobody sees. Um, only, like, some of the closest people can, you know, be able to analyze you and um, somewhat know how you think. And if you don't have that, that's okay, because I did not have people in my life like that for a very long time. But not feeling ashamed to think about these things is important because whether you like it or not it is part of life and I may I don't, I don't want to do like a part two but if anything else like this anything similar I guess to this topic arises I will I will talk about it because it's something that is never going away so thank you for listening um, I feel like I'm leaving at a very unsettling point. So I kind of just want to, like, round it out, I guess. <laughs>
don't carry the heaviness of death, of time, because there's nothing you can do about it anyway. So live the way you really want to live. Trust your intuition. Oh my gosh, I was drinking tea during this podcast, and my little tea bag says our intuition or our intention creates our reality. So if you are always worried and your intentions are always based off of like being scared or having fear, that's what's going to come back to you. So use your intention, use your intuition to guide you and to help you live your life to the most extravagant extent. Um, but just don't dive too deep with the pleasures and the materialism. Which is honestly what the Stoic philosophy is really about. Just you having pleasures, but never never like interacting too, too much with these pleasures. And being aware that nothing is guaranteed. And living as if... You aren't too reliant on things you are out of control of because that is a gift. Um, So, anyways, I hope everyone had an amazing week. I hope everyone will have an amazing week. Um, Thank you for listening. I hopefully will have a little bit more of an upbeat topic next week. I think this is just one that I have been wanting to talk about. And I was hesitant to because I had to get my thoughts together and it was a lot to get my thoughts together. But I'm just going to let it happen naturally. So I will talk it to you all later. Have a great week.